Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Important battle here. Henry will drop it back for Alex Tuck out of the park. Important battle here. Henry will drop it back for Alex Tuck out of the far corner. Yoki Haru scores! Henry Hardy, we got a lot of great things to say about you. It's an overtime winner for 10. 3-2 the final. Welcome into the Upstate Honda postgame show. This is Derek Kramer here in the Amherst studios as the Buffalo Sabres take the 3-2 overtime victory courtesy of Henry Yoki Haru's goal right there. That is the play of the game. It's brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. The Sabres find their way, get the victory, and we will talk with Paul Hamilton when he comes available here from Minnesota. But the Sabres getting themselves a big goal there with Uko Pekalukkanen on the bench. The goalie pulled. Jordan Greenway tying the game there with about 35 seconds left to get the Sabres to overtime. And then Henry Yokiharu finding the net there to get the Sabres a much-needed bounce-back win on the road in Minnesota. Casey Middlestat, Jordan Greenway, Henry Yokiharu are your three goal scorers there for the Sabres today. Tage Thompson leading the way in points, though. He had two, Yokiharu with the goal and an assist as well to have two points on the game there. Uko Pekalukkanen getting the win in net, 30 saves on 32 shots, and, of course, the decisive victory there for the Buffalo Sabres as they now get themselves to 23-26-4 on the season. The... uh, We'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go go excuse me we'll go ahead and get the electric player of the game out of the way here as well and we'll give it to Henry Yokoharu who led the team with two points finishes with the game winning goal in overtime and that is a pretty electric way to end a game there the electric player of the game it's brought to you by Town Ford when you think of Ford think of Town Ford as we wait for Paul Hamilton here live from Minnesota on the Upstate Honda Post Game Show here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. And we go to the locker room with the electric player of the game, Henry Yokiharu. Well, Henry, uh, go through the overtime goal for us, if you would, how, how it came about and how you scored it. Uh, I think just guys first, they play good D there and just got the puck in ozone, Dawes changed. So they kind of were already tired over there. So, I mean, he changed. I, I got the puck, 
kind of couple spins in the corner and just give it to Tucky and Tucky made a great play. Just, I just I just thought there would be an open spot in the slot and just kind of stayed there because it's three on three. So you knew you had to get rid of it right away. You, you, you right away when it hit your stick with the one timer. Oh yeah, 100 percent. I'm not I'm not gonna stay handle and see what's open. I kind of know where I'm shooting. So yeah. You almost lost the puck there in the corner earlier yeah. in the sequence. Did, you sort of, did your mind start racing there for a second? Yeah, a little bit, but not too much because I kind of knew that they're tired and we have like fresh guys back there. So if I lose the puck, maybe it's going to be two on two. So not not that stressful, but obviously it's, it's really nice to go play o- overtime over there and just, yeah, it's fun. How, how important was it to have UPL keep you guys in that game until that point? I mean, yeah, it, it was a weird game for, for sure. And uh, UP was one real again. So I think that's his win is probably because of him as Again, and uh, so good that we got we got three goals over there, and we'll be just keeping the two. So that was nice. How were you able to get back into it? You know, you got you fell behind. It was yeah. kind of late. How were you able to get back into it? Oh, just simple, simple put pucks deep, and just like you know, not think about it too much. Just wor- a little bit work harder. You know, I think that's that's all what we kind of did, did in the third period, and just stuck with it. And guys had a great goal in the, in the last last seconds over there. So yeah. Feel good for Greenway coming back here, getting a big impact there. Excuse me? Feel good for Greenway. How are you? And let me look around here before I send it back to you, see if there's... Nope, I will send it back to you, and we'll be back in a moment. All right, thanks, Paul. And again, that is Henry Yukiharu, our electric player of the game, finishing with the overtime winner as well as an assist to lead the way with two points for the Sabres here tonight. Buffalo getting themselves a much-needed win, especially with... Uh, with how that game started out with zero goals through the first two periods and going through a five-period stretch with no goals. And then what happens right away in the third period? Casey Milstack gets it, gets it started with a nice play there, finishing off a two-on-one with him and Dylan Cousins there. Takes the shot, doesn't miss. Nice play across the goaltender and tucks it inside the post. But then Minnesota not only ties it but finds themselves in a 2-1 lead as that double minor from Connor Clifton was a tough penalty to take there as the double minor Buffalo almost killed all of it off. But unfortunately, Minnesota got the two to one lead there at the end of that second power play on the double minor. Jordan Greenway though, finds a way to get that puck through Philip Gustafson and taps it in just for good measure there as it was squeaking in as that ties the game with Uko Pekalukinen on the bench. And then finally, of course, Henry Yoki Haru winning the game there in three-on-three overtime there for the Sabres to take the victory in this game. By the way, uh, hearing from Henry Yoki Haru and anyone else in the locker room, that is oh, Casey Milstadt coming right now here. Well, Casey, uh, of course, winning the game is the most important thing, but is, a little, is it special to be able to score a goal here also in your home? Yeah, um, of course, that's my first time, so uh, yeah, I felt good, and there's a lot of people here, so uh, I'm happy that they could see that, and then, uh, you know, I think it was a heck of a game for them to watch, and, um, you know, a good win for us in, in the end there. And it was a big goal, too. I mean, both goaltenders kind of stood in their head in a lot of that game, uh, especially your goaltender, Lukin, and, and uh, talk about how it came about and how big a goal it was for you. Um, yeah, first of all, uh, to hit on what you said, Upi was fantastic again. Um, unbelievable to see him get back in there and, and playing well as, as he's been for a while now. So um, in terms of my goal, I think uh, 
you know, puck just came around. Yoki made a nice play, and it got by their defenseman, and um, two on one, and um, yeah, just lucky enough to capitalize. Do you think you did a good job there, making him think the goaltender? I mean, that you might be going to Cousins there, and almost using Dylan as a decoy. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I I think I thought I was going to Cousins there too. So uh, hopefully that uh, <laughs> that got him a little bit, and um, yeah, it was nice. Like I said, nice to see one go in in front of a lot of family and friends. Okay, so you played in this building before, obviously, but is it a little extra jump when you come out for warm-ups? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a lot of good memories in this building, and, um, you know, it brings me back to, to the childhood quite a bit. So um, definitely special, I think, especially in warm-ups. Once the game starts, you're kind of playing hockey, but um, take a second in warm-ups, look around, and, and realize this is the rink I came to as a kid to watch the Wild play, and, um, yeah, definitely pretty special. Made the line changes. He said he wanted to get Cousins next to you. How did you like playing with him and Dreamway tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, because you are, are pretty close at this point. I think we hang out nearly every day, so um, definitely excited to play together, I think. And um, a little kinks to work out for sure, but uh, like I said, I'm thrilled to play with him. I think he's a heck of a player, and I, I think we'd fit really well. Thank you, Casey. And we have Jordan Greenway over here also. Well, Jordan, uh, we talked in the first period. You said how much you enjoyed coming back here, and it was kind of special. Is it even more special now that we're talking about you getting the game-tying goal? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's nice to be coming out with a win, for sure. Uh, it makes things um, so much better. Um, and, yeah, you know, getting uh, the game-tying goal um, is a bonus, of course, yes. Is that goal just a product of get to the net and just work hard and see what you can come up with? Yeah, um, Tomer made a good play up top to get the puck down there. Um, and I was kind of alone and, well, it felt like I was alone uh, in front of the net, puck was laying there and I just kept hating it and prayed, I guess, I don't know. Was it kind of funny to go from being the cheered on during the video tribute, everybody was excited and then the booze came? Yeah, the yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little weird, right? Um, but um, I was just excited to get the goal, tie it up. Um, the tribute video, um, the fans showed tremendous amount of, you know, um, you know, just, they made it special for me. And uh, it was really nice to come back to. How, how did you, were you guys able to come back? Because they scored kind of late. And you guys haven't been able to get a lot of goals recently. How were you guys able to persevere and get back into this game? Um, we just kept going at them, right? We just we decided that we just needed to try and get another gear, um, put everything we could towards the net. Um, you know, we're in full press mode, right? We're down 2-1. Um, and then... Uh, we got our balance, you know. Typically, you, you do the right things. You, you know, it was a pretty simple play. Tomer gets the puck up top. Just, a, I think he wristed in there too. Just a little wrister, whatever. Get a rebound, guys around the net, and we get a goal, right? It's you do the right things, and you know, success usually comes with it. Would it be fair to say, without Lukanen playing as well as he did, you might not have been in that game? Absolutely fair to say. Um, he's been great, uh, not only tonight. Um, you know, for as, remember as I, or for as long as I can remember, uh, he's been great. Um, and it's always nice to have that backbone back there and, 
you know, when you do give up a two-on-one or you make a mistake, just uh, just have that extra confidence, like, uh, oop, he's back there, we're good, you know. Um, it's really nice. Uh, he's been huge, for sure. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan Greenway on the post game. Derek, back to you. Thanks, Paul. Uh, that is Casey Milstadt, Jordan Greenway, both there, and both of those guys, the goal scorers, uh, helped the Sabres in what is their return to their home state with Middlestat and Greenway both getting a big big goal there for the Sabres each in order to start the scoring and keep the game alive for Buffalo there as the Sabres again coming away with the 3-2 to two victory. By the way, all those interviews in the, uh, in the locker room, Blue and Gold Locker Room Reports, brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. As we wait for head coach Don Granato, we will, of course, make sure that we uh, – we carry that as well. And uh, whenever we're able to get Paul Hamilton, we'll be able to talk to him from Minnesota as well. Sabres, though, three to two winners here. The power play, it looked like they almost figured it out there in this game. They had seemingly scored on their third opportunity in the first period, but uh, a Tage Thompson goal was waved off or taken away, I should say, from review after they had entered the zone offsides. So Buffalo does finish 0-3 with the man advantage in this game. Meanwhile, Minnesota, they do tack on a power play goal, one that would end up giving them the lead. It was uh, to give it to, to give it to the wow. Give them a 2-1 lead. There they finish 1 of 4 with the man advantage in this game. Buffalo did almost kill off the entirety of that double minor, but of course Nothing comes easy, and the Sabres, though, at the end of the day, they do tie it and get themselves into overtime and get themselves the win. Now it's time to get the Serve Pro first response from the fans. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. We'll go to the Twitter universe here today as uh, Uko Pekalukanen, he made 30 saves on 32 shots. And a tweet from MAF43 saying, UPL is ridiculous tonight. What a stretch of games he has given them. Too bad this team can't score when he is in goal. Well, tonight they did manage to get a couple of goals in there. And UPL does manage to get himself a victory here. For the blue and gold to be able to get themselves at least back in one way or response from the 4 nothing loss back on Thursday to Florida. But that is uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. You got to be able to fight through it. And luckily for the Sabers, they were able to fight through this one, get the win, and they'll be able to come back home. And uh, that'll be the uh, Anaheim Ducks on Monday afternoon, a twelve thirty faceoff from KeyBank Center. We'll go through the final stats here of this game. Final stats of the game brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you to retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Minnesota had the edge in shots here, 32-28. to 28. Lukanen making 30 of those saves. Phil Gustafson, 25 stops in the loss for the Minnesota Wild. Both teams even on faceoffs, 28-28 and 28 there. Minnesota, the slight edge on hits, 18-15. to 15. And like I had said before, Buffalo 0-3 for 3 on the power play. Minnesota going 1-4. for 4. The Sabres getting goals from Dylan Cousins and 
No, excuse. Yeah, the uh, goal from uh, Jordan Greenway was actually given to Dylan Cousins. Uh, a correction made there. Greenway now credited with an assist. Casey Middlestat with the first goal of the game for Buffalo. Tage Thompson, two assists in this one. And Henry Yokiharu leading the way with a goal and an assist, leading the team with two points on the evening for the Sabres. As for the Wild, they got themselves goals from Joel Erickson Eck and Excuse me, I didn't get his name there. Declan Chrisholm. That is his uh that's his first career goal, by the way. The Sabres continuing the uh interesting trend of allowing first career goals to go in against Buffalo. What's next though for the Sabres is a game against against the Anaheim Ducks as Buffalo and Anaheim. The last time these two teams met, it was on the road out west, and it did not go very well for the Sabres there. It was uh, it was one of the worst games that they had played in a while, and that's, unfortunately, this season, that's saying something. It was their, it was their only Californian error of yes, that trip. But it was a big one. I mean, that's a team that you should be beating. That is a team that you need to be beating. And now they're coming here to Buffalo on a Monday afternoon. Hopefully, this will be a chance to at least let the fans go there and leave happy. The home woes of this team continuing. Of course, they had that nice game back on Tuesday against the LA Kings, but overall, the home experience has not been a friendly one for the blue and gold. Luckily, though, no injuries in this game. Nobody coming away with this one worse wear. Uka Pekalukinen took a little bit of a collision, but he was able to come back from it as everything was all set nice and settled for him there. So no injuries, and that's usually what you want to hear anytime you're uh, you're playing the game. The injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. The power play, it actually, that last power play that the Sabres happened to have, it was... One of the more creative ones I had seen. Uh, there was a lot of movement along with players without the puck. It wasn't just filtering through the top three players up high. There was opportunities there to create. And, and they did score on it tonight. They did score on it. It just was disallowed because the puck was a hair off. Yes, and we have to thank Mac Duchesne for every boring offsides review that goes to the uh, microcosm of a spec on a video review. Because that rule was created because Duchesne was basically a mile. He was in he was in California while playing for the Colorado Avalanche, uh, but he was so far off sides on one goal that they created this rule. And uh, and before I go on a rant, we're going to go to head coach Don Granado. Well, Don, uh, you look at the, you gave up the power play goal, almost killed off the whole four minutes. Did a pretty good job there. How did you get back into it once they took the lead on you? Yeah, you know, before we go further, that the power play goal, uh, Cousins won the draw, hit the linesman in the knee, bounced back. Uh, so it would have been a shame to lose a game on a draw you, you actually won uh, that went off the linesman. So uh, credit to our guys to, to uh, fight through there. Uh, kept it simple. Thompson just got the puck to the net. Uh, it's all you need to do is six on five and then win a battle. And, and Greenway, obviously, uh, and the guys in front did that. So um, good finish. Um, Tucker to very nice play, and, and Yoki 
Um, obviously, uh, uh, put it in, but uh, looked like he knew what he was doing from from the moment he, he touched the puck. So, good finish, good effort, um, and and uh, I loved the the way it had to happen. We had a lot of guys that didn't look like themselves. I don't think felt like themselves, but had to find a way to grind it out and under a lot of adversity late. What kind of awareness did the penalty show on that play to find that open pocket in the ice and overtime? Well, he, you know, he's he's an interesting player, Henry, because he's. He's got some real good offensive instincts, and you see it in practice. Uh, you see the shot that he took, the quick release, perfectly placed. So, um, yeah, a, ni a nice play all around. But um, he came off the bench fresh, and, and in those situations, you you know, you it's overtime. So you, you need to have an offensive uh, instinct and hunger or appetite uh, in that situation. Usually five on five through the regular 60 minutes of a game. He's very responsible and focused so much on defense that you don't get to see some of his offensive touch, but that was a very nice play. Middlestead has such a good shot, and he, he was kind of, I smiled when he was talking about it because I said, were you using Dylan as a decoy? He goes, no, I was actually going to pass it to him. <laughs> and he goes, at the last second, I just decided to shoot it, which I know you don't mind because he does have a good shot. Yeah, and I think you know that that, that can help. When you have a, a threat there, it just paralyzes the goalie. He's, he's caught in between, doesn't know whether to pass or – so if, if, if he even gave any signal to the goalie that, um, as, you're, as you're mentioning, he probably gave a big signal to the goalie that he might pass. And uh, that makes it, a, it that's a, obviously a big advantage when you're taken in that position. You mentioned yesterday that you wanted to get Middlestat and Cousins together on a line. What did you like from them and Greenway today? You know, it, the, the game, I don't think anybody was really in sync today. Um, uh, you know, like I said, we had a lot of guys that I think had some heavy legs, but the, the battle was there. That's what I liked the most. Uh, even the, you, and you, you know that when you're on the bench and you hear the way the players talk. Um, you know, they, they stayed in it and on it. Um, you know, take a four-minute penalty and a one You have a one-goal lead and then all of a sudden you don't, and then you take a four-minute penalty. And I thought our guys were really, really engaged uh, to be successful. You fall behind and they, they stayed engaged. So, um, yeah, I... I not a lot of chemistry out there tonight, but but uh, the effort was good. How sharp was he today? He he looks like, you know, this is kind of the standard he's shown us. So I would say he looks like uh, he's looked lots lately. Um, very confident. Uh, he's obviously a big guy that takes up a lot of net, knows how to take up even more net by holding his position. And uh, tremendous job um, tonight. Colleen had over 30 minutes of ice time. How does it feel to have a guy like that that you can rely on in any situation out there? Yeah, he's going to have to probably learn to, to, to deal with 30 minutes a night with the injuries we have. Um, obviously, you're missing more than 50 minutes a night between Owen Power and Samuelson, um, you know, over 50 minutes what they average. And, you know, that's going to be dispersed through through other guys, but mostly through adults. With, uh, and it's tough on matchups. So not, he's, he's never getting an easy shift out there. Uh, so it's a grind for him. Yakovsky and Skinner and Tuck back together, even though they played a lot together last year, is there a transition again when you do put them back together? Or is you know, we slipped them back together late last game, and uh, there really wasn't a transition. Um, you know, the, the challenge is Tuck and Middlestead did so good together. Um, and, and, you know, Thompson still got the top matchups, top pairing D, and I think that helped, uh, you know, obviously the, the other guys. Uh, but... No, there were there seems pretty seamless transition for those guys. They played so much together. That's Don Ground, Derek, and we have a, a minute or two here that we hit, can chat. And 
you know, you, 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 watch, you watch this game, as did I, and there were times where I'm sure you were saying to yourself, boy, this isn't looking good. You know, that's going to go in. They're going to have problems. And then it does go in on them, and they get behind two to one, and they're, they're, they're at times okay, but at times they're not, as Don Granato was talking to. And uh, somehow they found a way to win a game. And there, there have been a lot of times this year where you would have said to yourself, boy, they just got to find a way to win a game here. And they finally did in this one. Paul, absolutely right. And uh, the other part of it, though, is uh, it did look like, though, they were a lot more uh, confident and free-flowing. And uh, chances were actually starting to come off of their stick in the third period uh, as opposed to the second. Uh, it was just a matter of, well, you got off to that quick start, though, too. The Sabres doing something they've rarely done this year, which is score the first goal. Yeah. And the other, the other thing is, too, and I get a lot of, well, why are Oposo and Greenway on the power play? Green, well, now Cousins' goal. But Greenway's the one that was pounding away at it, and Cousins was there, too. That's why. they're not, Because you don't have that many guys that are standing there pounding away at the puck in the crease. you got a couple that will do it. And Oposo and Greenway are two of the maybe four or five on the team that will do it. And that's why. I mean, it's not because they're 50 goal scorers, but it's, it's for the reason you saw on the tying goal where Greenway and Cousins just weren't going to be denied. They got in that crease, and they kept just swinging at that puck until they finally got it in. And, again, I said this last game, too, you say to yourself, why can't you see more of that? Why can't they do more of that? Because if they would do more of that, they would score a lot more goals. Yeah, and uh, the other thing about it is just making sure you've got that physicality, that net front presence even, just so that you can create screens, more diversions, and and a little bit more chaos there too, Paul. Uh, But a big day, though, originally credited to Greenway with the goal, but uh, a nice return, though, for for both of the Minnesota natives there in Greenway and Middlestat. Yeah, sure was, and... uh... I think I think Greenway. We talked to him in the first period too. I think he was very emotional with uh, the video they did and the way the fans received him. But it was kind of funny when he was <laughs> announced after he scored the goal. It was all booze, so that that ended in a big hurry. Love hurts there, Paul, <laughs> and uh, the Minnesota fans realized that one uh, a tougher way there uh, than usual. So oh, we got to get rolling here. So um, it's been great to be with you today, and I guess we'll be back with you on Monday. Yes, we will, Paul. And we found out we've made a determination. Five o'clock turns into evening. <laughs> I'll see you That's Monday, Paul. Take care. That's Paul Hamilton out there in Minnesota doing. Great work here for us, pregame intermissions and post, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network on the Upstate Honda postgame show. 3-2, Sabres in overtime over the Minnesota Wild, getting themselves to 24, 26, and 24 on the season. What does that look like in the standings here? Well, we've got some movement. Buffalo gets themselves up to sixth place in the Atlantic as they have more wins than the Montreal Canadiens, even though they have the same amount of 52 points. But 52 points, it gets Buffalo up to sixth now in the Atlantic division. Still 10 points behind the Detroit Red Wings for a wild card spot. There's still a lot of ground that has to be made up in the standings there for the Sabres. The NHL standings brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. The three stars of this game, it seems pretty simple here. Third star going to Minnesota's Joel Erickson Eck. He scored the first goal for the Wild in this game. The second star being the the player that led the uh, team in points here and getting the game-winning goal in overtime. That is Henry Yoki Haru. 
the Sabres defenseman, the second star of the game. And number one, we should not be surprised at all, 30 saves on 32 shots. And it is Uko Pekalukin in the Sabres netminder getting the first star of today's contest here in Minnesota. Three stars of the game. It's brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Ah, man, now I want ribs. We'll take ourselves a break for all of our uh, network affiliates. We will say if you wish to listen to more of the uh, Sabres postgame here on the Upstate Honda postgame show, we suggest that you turn into WGR550.com. But otherwise, have yourselves a good night on the network side. For all those listening, continuing for postgame, tune into WGR 550 as the Upstate Honda postgame show continues coming up next here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Sabres off the far wall, able to work it out. Buffalo again from left to right here as they bring it up. Kyle Pozo across the line. Middleton with a strip and a big hit coming over. Hunter Clifton getting a piece of Lucini. Connor Clifton there with the hit of the game. It's the the Clinton collision hit of the game. Clinton collision. We are there when you need a repair, courtesy of Connor Clifton, the Sabres defenseman. He did take a rough uh, double minor for high sticking that allowed the Minnesota Wild to take the 2-1 to lead. But, hey, he throws the body around. And that makes the people happy when you're able to, when you're able to throw the body around there. Meanwhile, the Sabres, 3-2 winners against the Minnesota Wild here uh, as we are getting you through the final segment here of the Upstate Honda postgame show right here. Sabres, 3-2 over the Minnesota Wild. And first star of the game with 30 saves on 32 shots against him. Ukapekalukadin was very busy in this one, making some tall saves as well. And I'm pretty sure that we've got Plenty to choose from here as our save of the game. Uh, TJ, let's let's hear what Dan Dudley has for us. Zuccarello got it right on his stick and a shot for the point. Stopped there by Lukanen. That was a point blank glass there by Boldy. A point blank shot from Matthew Boldy, but Ukopeka Lukanen turning them away. There's a lot of them there. It's brought to you by the Upstate Honda dealers to see the exciting all-new Honda lineup. Visit your local Upstate Honda dealer today. Buffalo winning 3-2 in overtime against the Minnesota Wild here this evening on the road. What's next for the Blue and Gold? Well, they get the day off, get themselves back in Buffalo, and then on Monday afternoon at KeyBank Center, they will host the Anaheim Ducks, hopefully avenging a game that they lost out west earlier this year. But this is the opportunity for them to at least avenge that loss there and try to let the fans leave happy and with a little pep in their step. But, TJ, there was a fascinating, and by fascinating, I mean um, very one-sided game around the NHL here, uh, to hear about that game and more. It's TJ Luckman. Thanks, Derek. This update is brought to you by Alex's Place. Oh, man, now I want ribs. Lots of games final, including the one that Derek just mentioned. That was a 9-2 final for the Panthers over the Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa. 
Sam Reinhart came into the game with 39 goals, and he leaves the game with 39 goals somehow. He only had one assist in this one. Yikes. Other finals here, the Kings beat the Bruins 5-4 in an afternoon matinee, 5-4 in overtime. Uh, the Oilers with an overtime winner over the Stars in Dallas. Meanwhile, the Blackhawks host the Senators and take them down 3-2. Connor Bedard scores in his return. Uh, to action after an injury there. The Red Wings, 5-0, blank the Flames here in Calgary. And the Predators with a 5-2 victory over the Blues in St. Louis. Currently, another lopsided affair that Maple Leafs have a 7-1 lead over the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Austin Matthews, he has another hat-trick. He has a sixth hat-trick of the year there. The Capitals with a 2-1 lead over the Canadians in the first period. And it's scoreless, uh, just about, it's scoreless. There's no no game being played yet. The Devils and the Flyers about to face off at MetLife Stadium for the stadium series. And there's three more games, Derek. There's Jets, Canucks in Vancouver at 10. The Golden Knights host the Hurricanes at 10.30. And San Jose hosts the Blue Jackets also at 10.30, Derek. Thank you, TJ. As, man, that game against the Ducks with the Leafs, that one got ugly there. And Austin Matthews continues his... Chokehold on the NHL scoring, or the goals title, I should say, for this year. If Alex Ovechkin's not careful, Austin Matthews will catch him before he can catch Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I mean, I the way I, the way Ovi's going lately. The way yeah, Ovi's going, I don't going know if lately. he's going to get there anymore. Unfortunately, and I, I mean, you want to see him get that record, if only just because chasing history is fun to watch, and also. Uh, yeah, at the rate that Matthews is going right now to start his career and hopefully not having any lockouts alter it, uh, there could be a challenger up in Toronto. I looked earlier. I'm pretty sure he's only ever had one season he didn't hit the 40-goal mark, which is crazy. Uh, he, yeah, one, only two seasons, and he wasn't. he didn't play a full season for either of them. Which hasn't mattered for him because then you go to the 52 game, the 58 game year or whatever. Yep. He had 40 goals that year. He had 41 goals in 52 games. He yep. cannot be stopped. He can't be stopped. And you know what? It's going to be interesting to see his career continue to pan out here, too. I mean, look, if the Sabres are going to have to deal with him, well, at least make it fascinating. Make it interesting there for you, Austin Matthews. As for the Sabres, they win 3-2 to two against the Wild here in overtime and... uh this will be our way to say good night as Buffalo taking the three to two win here. What's next? As we made mention, those poor Anaheim Ducks getting ripped apart by the Leafs right now. Well, they get to come to Buffalo for a Monday afternoon game at KeyBank Center when Buffalo hosts Anaheim a 12:30 faceoff, 9:30 a.m. Pacific. Just, just throwing that out there. The West Coast ain't going to be too happy about that one. It's fine. That's all right. That's not our problem. You, for us here, it's a 12-30 face-off. And until then, thank you to our producer here, TJ Luckman, who is also anchoring the Around the League here today, doing a little double dip there for it. On our social media, Kyle Powell, and, of course, our reporter in Minnesota, Paul Hamilton. Thank you, as always, for the work that you do. And... We will see all of you. For Brian Colziel, who was not here today, I'm Derek Kramer. Thank you all. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Again, the Sabres 3, Minnesota Wild 2 in overtime. Buffalo against Anaheim on Monday afternoon at 1230. Have a good night, everyone.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 